All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Tonight we got some more NFL and some more college football talk to get into. Um, this week we do not have a guest picker, but we do have some picks later on in the pod, and we also have our weekly hammers. All right, but before we get started, Hadley and Sporty, how was your uh, past weekend of football, and how how you feeling tonight on a Thursday night? Uh, it was miserable. Miserable. Just one word to sum it up. Miserable for Hadley. Both. I mean, I mean, <laughs> for any for any listeners, I was at the Monday night Colts versus Ravens game, and still does not feel like it was a real night. So, still, still getting over that. Right. Sporty survived one out in uh, out in Nebraska. So that was a big one what? for what I said. You su- survived one out in Nebraska. I didn't hear you. You survived one out in Nebraska. Oh, Lincoln. Oh, yeah, we used to drive out in Lincoln. Yep. Close one. <clears throat> Upset. Up, really close one. A little, little too close for comfort there. But, uh... Hey, hey we got the W. It's all that matters, yep. baby. It's all that matters. Got the dub. Moving Six on. 6-0 going, going into the home stretch against Northwestern next next Saturday. Yep. Tough game. Tough then one. We got, then we got Sporty the following weekend. All right. Tough one. If you don't beat Northwestern, North, then Sporty. If you don't beat Northwestern by four touchdowns, that's bad. If you lose to Northwestern, you automatically should be unranked. <laughs> That's false, okay? <laughs> okay, there's no way you should be ranked if you lose to Northwest. If you lose to Northwestern, <laughs> there's no way, Sporty. But Michigan uh, really doesn't have a strong strength of schedule so far either. So there's an argument to be made. Well, they, hey, you should hear the last six game or the last couple games they have. So. Well, yeah, the last couple of games is going to you know only you know. Make their schedule it's gonna harder. Be where their fate's going to be. Make or break. Yeah, it's going to make or make break. Make or break. Make or break. College football playoff tickets. All that, right. That walk. Jeez. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> I mean, there is a path. I mean, according to FPI, like, there is a path. Oh, FPI loves Michigan. Love, love FPI. Um, <laughs> love it. That, that FPI does not mean anything. You know, like we always say, doesn't mean anything until you know that. Once we get into November, then once the college football playoff rankings get out, that's when it all matters. So, um, but before we jump into our college football talk, let's look at our top five. This week's top five is going to be our top five NFL MVP candidates. So, a couple weeks in here, we're on week, is this six? Yeah, we're going into week six. Going into week six. Uh, we've seen some... Some pretty big time performances some, some from some pretty big time performers. Um, so let's break it down. Our top five right here. Hadley, go ahead. We'll start with you. Okay, my number five is a lot of people's number one, and I don't know why. It's Kyler Murray. Um, yes, they're five and zero. Oh. Is it a good five and zero? Oh? No, it, it reminds me very much of the Steelers from last year, but not nearly as bad. Um. Tyler's had ups, but he's also had downs, and he's already starting to deal with an injury, just like last year. Not a good sign from him, um, not riding that MVP yet. Um, number four, Dak Prescott, would be higher. He's the clear-cut comeback player of the year, though. Um, but the run-heavy offense definitely hurts him. Number three, Tom Brady. He has 15 touchdowns and two picks through five weeks. He is on pace to shatter his own touchdown record. He's on pace for like, it's like 
eight picks, seven picks, like single digit picks with like 50 plus touchdowns. Holy crap. Anyway, but yeah, he's probably not slowing down either. So could be higher, but I'm going to go number two, Josh Allen. Tried to tell myself that he was going to regress from last year, but man, he looks electric yet again. That Sunday night performance against the Chiefs really made me eat my words, and he looks awesome. Number one, my pick from the very beginning, I'm still sticking with Justin Herbert. Um, Him and Mike Williams had a huge connection this year. He still loves Keenan. Axler is having a heck of a year. Brandon Staley is definitely coach of the year right now. I just think all the pieces are falling in place for the Chargers, and as long as they keep winning and he's playing well, no way he doesn't get it. So, Justin Herbert, number one. Hey, a lot of the same picks again as, as we get into our top five here. Um, just, hey, just want to throw a shout-out here. Not that he's in my top five, but how about uh, how about Diggs from the Cowboys? If we're going to throw, yeah. throw a defensive player in, in there, not that a defensive player is going to win you know, the MVP, but the dude is a pick-off machine. How many picks? Right. He has like he has six. Six, yeah, six in like five games. That's insane. Oh, most people don't have six in a year. Right. That's pretty... I mean, like, he he played receiver at Bama and right. then switched. Yeah. So, so he has the ball skills, but he really refined the technical ability to play corner, and now he's just, like, a monster. Exactly. So if that's a, if that's a defensive player we got to give a shout-out to, it's, it's yeah. got to be him. So. Shout-out, Diggs. Yep. Sporty, you're up. All right. Number five. I'm going to go with uh, Devontae Adams, okay? Okay. He has 579 yards already, uh, 42 receptions. Uh, great, great caliber guy, MVP caliber guy so far this season. He's at number five. Number four, um, Derrick Henry. Uh, he has already he has 640 yards, 142 carries, and he has seven touchdowns. Um, that guy's just—he's—he's he's a beast. It's just, he's offensive player of the year right now. He's just—he's not getting—he's not getting much help there around him though. No. So as long as he stays healthy, uh, I mean, he'll have—he'll have two, maybe three thousand yards this year. Three thousand? Sorry, not three thousand. Not three thousand. Maybe twenty-five hundred. <laughs> maybe twenty-five hundred. Okay. Three thousand. I'm gonna—I'm gonna—I'm gonna set the bar at twenty-five hundred. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry over under twenty five hundred yards just this season, dude. If he rushing or or all purpose? Wait, what? Rushing, <laughs> rushing or all rushing purpose? Or just all together. Oh, okay, okay. That's a little. It's still a lot. I thought he was saying he was gonna have like twenty five hundred rushing rush yards. yards. I was like, dude, he would shatter the record. <laughs> shatter. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, when he said three thousand, I thought he said three thousand yards rushing. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> no, he'll have sorry, he'll have he'll have twenty he'll have about twenty two hundred yards rushing this year. Twenty two. Twenty two hundred yards. Yep. Hey, Sporty likes D Henry. That's all we know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's crowning he's the king. Up, he's on coming on fantasy teams. All right. All right, number three. Jeez. I'm gonna go. With hey, you gotta tweet that out, Kev. That's a Bold prediction. 2,200 yards rushing. Oh, okay. my God. All right. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Let's move on. 
Let's move on. Forget about Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> uh, from Wyoming, Josh Allen. That guy's just killing it through the first five games. He just shredded the uh, Chiefs' defense. Uh, yeah, I have him at number three. He is playing MVP caliber football. Number two, Herbert started out a little slow the first three games, picked it up the last two. Uh, we'll see how he does the rest of the season. So I have him at number two. And number one, the MVP caliber quarterback right now, um, Tom Brady. So he is unstoppable right now for the first five games. We'll see how he does for the other 12 games on, on the remaining schedule. So that's why I have Tom Brady at number one. He is averaging 300 plus yards passing in all five games so far. So. Um, Those are my top five candidates for the NFL, NFL MVP candidates. All right. Now, so, Kester, on you. All right. Um, I like how we went out of the box there. We didn't pick all quarterbacks, so I, I do I do like your picks there. Um, Henry, 2200. That'd be that'd be pretty nice. But anyway, um, he definitely deserves MVP MVP consideration. Oh yeah, he, he's he, been amazing he, for he, so long. Oh yeah, he carries that team. He he one hundred percent carries that team. And I mean, even to you know, Sporty's Devontae Adams at number five. There, I mean, he's probably arguably you know the best. Receiver. He may be passing Hopkins right now for me. Yeah. So, um, and hey, the Packers are winning after that week one little you know disaster. They're starting to look like they're on a roll. But yeah, um, I was surprised they didn't beat the Bengals by three there. But uh, hey, how about uh, how about all the missed extra points this weekend? That and and it just had to continue into Monday night. Exactly. Uh, it was a terrible, ki- terrible kicker week. Let's let's just forget about yeah. that and hopefully they. Start he has hurt though. Hallie, he's hurt. Oh, I know, but of course they report that after the game. <laughs> Wasn't there a report of he couldn't find his uh, helmet? Blankenship couldn't, couldn't find, find his, his helmet. helmet. So then San- yeah. Sanchez kicked. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's that's a rough rough one there. Um, all right, so moving on to the top five here. Uh, I'm going to start with number five. I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. Um, he has led the Cardinals to an undefeated start, but like Hadley said, you know, I mean the Cardinals. Even though I had them what last week as my number two team in the NFL, I'm just I don't know. I, I mean after that performance against the 49ers, I mean don't get me wrong, 49ers got a got a you know pretty solid defense, but. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Kyler Murray. I think the next couple of games are going to really dictate, you know, what the Cardinals do. Um, still put up some good numbers, but uh, there's some other guys ahead of him. And I think, the, you know, the reason why he's up there, obviously, is because the Cardinals are undefeated. They had one loss. You know, there might be somebody else in in that, uh, you know, in discussion for the for the MVP. But I got Kyler Murray at five. Number four, I'm going to go with Dak Prescott. He's, like Hadley said, comeback player of the year, obviously. And he has been nothing but spectacular for the Cowboys this year. I mean, heck, when you get, when you have guys like C.D. Lamb and uh, Mari Cooper, Cedric Wilson, uh, Michael Gallup, and then Schultz, you know, it's pretty it's pretty nice back there in the pocket. You can pretty much find a receiver open any any time you know during the game. So Prescott's having having a huge um, huge year so far, and I think that only continues just based on their division as well. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with Tom Brady. Again, like Hadley said, 
on pace to break his all-time uh, touchdown record in one season. Um, that one loss to the Rams, I mean, obviously the Rams got a pretty good defense, but uh, I was kind of shocked how they didn't score as much against the Patriots. I mean, obviously that was a huge clash between Brady and Belichick, but I was expecting a little bit more out of Brady, but I think he, he will, you know, he'll pick it back up. I think once Gronk comes back, too, that will definitely help um, make their passing attack even more deadly. Number two, I'm going to go Justin Herbert. The dude is just slinging the, or, you know, slinging the rock out there. He's firing at all angles. Um, and if you really look around him, it's not like he has, like, huge big-name targets. I mean, Keenan Allen, don't get me wrong. But, you know, you got Williams. Um, tight end, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Um, Jared Cook. Yeah, Cook. Um, I mean, there, there's not like a, it's not like, you know, these players are, you know, popping off the paper. Um, you know, they're not, you know, all, you know, an all NFL team selection. Um, you don't really compare the Chargers offense to the Buccaneers or the Chiefs. I mean, between, between Eckler and Herbert, the Chargers have a pretty, I, I would say they have a silent but deadly offense right now. Like and he, he, he went for it on like fourth and seven with no... Like, no thought. Right, right. So it's like. So that helps their offense even more. They just have so much confidence in yeah. themselves. I mean, it's just like if, I mean, if you don't get a third and three, I mean, you know you're going to be out on the field for that fourth and three. So, yeah. and if it's like a third and 10, you know you're only going to need five yards compared to the, you know, whole 10 yards. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like where the Chargers are going with this. That was a big time comeback win. Kind of a bogus call there on the pass interference late in the game, but that's for another yes. day. Yes. Um, so that really, that saved uh, the Chargers right there. Uh, number one, I'm going to go Josh Allen. Ever since uh, the Steelers game, they have put the, put their foot on the gas. It is no breaks. All right, they just steamrolled the Chiefs. Um, you know, again, even the I mean, you know, Stephon Stephon Diggs, Manuel Sanders, and hey, Dawson Knox. Yeah, he yeah, has become his dog. new favorite target. I feel like, um, and you know, his ability to run also helps. And, hey, just throwing it back to the Chiefs here. If they're facing a scrambling quarterback, they are in some trouble. And that, yeah. that kind of surprises me. I mean, you kind of see Mahomes every day. I mean, I know you're not, you know, hitting him every day, but that kind of surprises me that they struggled against. I mean, obviously, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, are a real solid football team. Josh Allen and the Bills are a real solid football team. And, again, like we said, the Chargers offense is deadly. But I'm just kind of shocked how they can't figure out a way to stop the you know the running aspect of a quarterback because you would think from the Chiefs you see Mahomes you have to think what what kind of defense would stop Mahomes and I think you would almost kind of play that in a sense against some of these running quarterbacks but they 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 just could not figure it out whatsoever um, so I got Josh Allen right now in the Bills uh, I had them as my number one team uh, last week in my top five and then I got uh, Josh Allen number one NFL candidate so um, that wraps up. NFL MVP talk right now. Um, let's move on to our college football top 10. A lot of craziness this weekend. Down goes Bama. Down goes Penn State. Um, it was interesting to see how everything, you know, unfolded. And it was really interesting to see um, what the AP said about, um, you know, these teams going into this week, this week's AP poll. So, AP AP voters kind of uh, kind of shocked some people this week, but uh, let's start off. Let's go with um, 
Hadley, give us your top 10 college football teams right now. Okay, so I'll make it pretty quick here. I got 10 Oregon. Still just have looked pretty shaky. Number 9, Michigan State. Number 8, Michigan. Number 7, Ohio State. Number 6, Penn State. So that's four Big Ten teams in a row. And yes, I have Penn State above all of them because their loss was the best. Um, three, was it a three-point game? I think yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, twenty-three twenty. Out, you're correct. You have a three-point game with probably five starters slash key components missing on the road. Number two team in the country now. Definitely the best loss out of them. I know Michigan hasn't lost yet, but not many signature wins. Same with Michigan State. Um, anyway, number five, Oklahoma, hanging on for dear life. They could easily pawn it down to, like, 15 at this point. Um, number four, Bama, still dominant, even with the loss. Number three, Cincy. Um, number two, Iowa. They showed me in that game that they're not very good. They're the same old Iowa. Um, which isn't a, it's not a knock, but they're just not dominant. They're not a number two team in the country. And number one, Georgia. They are unbelievable. They're in their own own tier right now. Own tier. Five and a half points per game allowed. That's that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, Sporty. Let's hear uh, how you have the Big Ten teams ranked this week. So. Let's... All right, from from the bottom bottom up to the top here. Number ten, Oregon Ducks. Nine, Michigan State. Eight, Michigan. Seven, Penn State. Six, Ohio State. Five. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Oklahoma. Four. Uh, I'm gonna go with Iowa. Three. Bama. Two. Cincy. And one. Georgia. Ooh. Iowa goes down after a win against. Wow. State. Their their uh, offense and defense were so a one loss Bama. As good as I thought they were, huh? So a one loss Bama is above Iowa. Yes, you heard that correct, Hadley. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm with you. Iowa doesn't look very good, and Bama is the better team in my opinion, but just based off a of resume, I guess you have to give Iowa the nod. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bama's a much better football team. Oh, though. without a doubt. I, I still think Bama could be you know, sitting at that number two spot if me and Faroli really thinking they about it. They would yeah. crush Iowa if they played in the chair. Oh, yeah. Crush them. The thing with, <clears throat> and I'll get to this. Actually, you know what? I'll just talk about it in my top ten. All right, so number ten, I got Michigan State. Um, really haven't seen, you know, too much from Sparty this year. I mean, they are undefeated. They got, you know, Kenneth Walker there, but still waiting for that, that big time game. I mean, Miami's down this year. Um, and I, it, it'll just, we'll just have to see once they play, you know, Michigan, Penn state, Ohio state. So that's, that's why I still have them there at 10. Number nine, Oregon, um, you know, sitting there with that one loss. They do have a win against Ohio state, but I think, you know, nine's a fair placement for them. Eight. I got Michigan. Tough win uh, against Nebraska. Barely squeaked that one out. Um, so I have them there at 8-7. I have Penn State. I think the reason why I have Penn State here is because I think if they play a really good offensive team, they are going to be in some trouble. So, like we said, Auburn, uh, their offense isn't you know isn't great. Uh, Wisconsin's offense proved, you know, with the past couple weeks, they're not great. And Iowa's offense isn't really great either. So, um that's why I think, you know, a couple teams ahead of them have good offenses. So that's where I think Penn State would struggle. So I got six. I got Ohio State because their offense is starting to come around now and they're putting up the points. Four. Um, I'm going to go with, 
Or wait, wait, I'm sorry. Five. I'm going to go with Oklahoma. Um, <clears throat> they can't tackle anybody to save their lives, but they can put up points. So it'll be interesting to see if Caleb Williams continues the rest of the year. Honestly, he looked impressive. Um, I don't know what's going, you know, what's going to go on there, but um, if they could learn to tackle, I think they could be a top three team just because their offense is so deadly. Um, four, I'm going to go with Bama. Again, we still talked about how, you know, how great Alabama is. Um, just one loss to A&M, which snaps, you know, a bunch of Nick Saban streaks. Um, but I still think Bama's a really good football team. So I have them at four, three, I got Cincinnati, you know, they're, they're winning out, they're beating Notre Dame, they beat Indiana. They're doing all they can right now to, you know, hold that top four spot. Um, and then Iowa, I have it number two. And then Georgia, I have number one. Georgia's in a whole other ballpark by themselves. Iowa, I have sitting there too, just because they're undefeated and they just beat Penn State. But I, I, I don't see them staying at two. Um, you know, once the college football playoff comes out, um, I think they'll they'll lose to whoever they face um, over there. You know, in the Big Ten championship, whether it's Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, whoever. Um, Iowa's a little bit shaky this weekend, so. Uh, I post two things <clears throat> before yeah. we move on. Yep. One, if the top four is how me and Kevin have it, Georgia, Iowa, Cincy, Bama. Georgia and Bama would play. Iowa or Cincy would probably play Georgia in a big in a national championship. How wild is that? That is wild because Georgia and Cincy played last year in a bowl game, and Cincy gave yeah. them, you know Cincy gave them fits. But uh, yeah, if you were to tell me that Georgia and, and Cincinnati were playing. A, Championship that would be David and Goliath right there. Oh. <laughs> but my, my number two thing is both of you guys have Penn State at seven, Ohio State at six. What is worse, Ohio State losing at home to Oregon, a number ten team, or Penn State losing on the road without your starting quarterback <clears throat> against the number two team? Um, I'll answer it first, and sport you can go. I think for me right now. I think, obviously, the loss itself, if you look at the numbers, just at a numbers game, losing to a number three team at their place obviously is a much better loss than losing at home to Oregon. But I think right now, if I were to rank them, right now, I think Ohio State, Ohio State's offense, and, I, I, and granted, I know CFP is based on a whole resume, but this is my top ten for this week, based on okay. this week. So I, in your opinion... Like this, so you did your top ten based on who you thought was the best. So, see, this is kind of <laughs> I. It's I, hard. I, it is. It is because a bunch of things are kind of canceling out. But I'm I'm rewarding you if you win. Okay. And right now, looking at Ohio State and Penn State, like I said, if if Penn State faces a really good offense, that's what I learned this weekend. If they face a really good offense, I. Think they're going to be in some trouble if they face a mediocre offense? They'll win the game. Ohio State's offense to me is not mediocre. They're on the rise right now, and I think in a, in a in a matchup, I think Ohio State has the has the edge right now. Okay, I just it's it's so hard because resume you 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 have to put Penn State higher in my opinion if you're going resume. Oh, exactly. I mean, heck, if, but, Penn, if Penn State wins that game, you know, like I said before, if I'm I'm. I'm rewarding the team who they're wins. They're number two. If they're they number, win they're that number two if they win that game. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like it's it's tough right now. It's just. And then and like if you want to go by best team, 
I understand. I think Ohio State might be better as well, but no one's really putting Iowa at two if you think they're the best. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's why the top ten's so hard. You right. have to right, right. You want to pick the best, but you know you have to pick a team because of resume, and it's just so stupid. I know, and I and I think maybe maybe from maybe from now on with our top ten, maybe we should just go by listing our top ten teams. Like yeah, just, just honestly. Based, like based on, I mean, I don't know, because like at the same time, we want to kind of match ours up with, you know, the CFP rankings. So I mean, it's kind of yeah. it's tough because not always the best, you know, the best team isn't going to be sitting there in the top four necessarily. Yeah. So I definitely would have Cincy and Bama above Iowa if it was my choice. Oh. I, heck, I'd still, if if they rule Sean Clifford healthy, I would still have Penn State above Iowa. <laughs> Sporty, do you have any insight as to why, uh, or any any reasoning as to why you have Penn State above or below Ohio State there? Um, kind of agreeing with you, Kev. Ohio State's offense is steam, steamrolling right now. I'm not sold on uh, Penn State's offense. They they have no run game. Pass game is okay. Uh, their defense is okay. Uh, I just think Ohio State's just on a whole different level right now. I'll tell you what, if Clifford's out, I would not be surprised if we're unranked by the end of the year, which is sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is, because it would have just been like kind of, you plus, know, kind uh, of what if. One injury away from maybe plus a playoff I had, Plus, I had Ohio State ahead of Penn State because uh, Penn State looked uh, outrageously terrible with their back quarterback. I mean. Yeah, it, it all depends on Clifford's health. Right. We all yeah. know that. It, yeah, it all depends on, on uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. So if it's Roberson, I'm ranked Robertson Penn State at like twenty. He, pl- that's, he shouldn't be playing. That's how bad he is. Yeah. But, um. And yes, they could lose next week to Illinois if if Robertson plays. Hey, trap game, trap game. Illinois is bad, <laughs> but Robertson's worse. Hey, it's a home game though, so yeah, at yeah. least they have the crowd on the side. Think, I think Penn State comes out ready to roll. They'll win by if if Clifford doesn't play. I think they win by at least fourteen. Seven. If he, I think they win by fourteen. If he does play, okay. they'll win by you know four touchdowns. Um, let's save our you know let's save our next segment. Um, the teams that we were going to look at possibly you know CFP contention that'll be for the next pod. Um, so just for let's go let's go right now you know let's jump to let's jump to our hammers hammers of the week. Um, last week I went updated pre- the standings. Hey, last I think that that puts me at. I should be at uh, five and one. We all went two and one first week. Yeah. So, so and then I went three and zero last week. Um, so five and one, one two. So I should be I should be five and one. Hadley, what are you? Me and Sporty are both three and three. Right, three and three. Yep, that's right, Hadley. You're right. All right. Oh yeah. Playing yep. that, playing that five hundred ball, man. If only the Buccaneers could have covered that spread, I'd be undefeated. Oh, if right Texas now. could have won, only if Texas could have won that game. Well, they should have. They were up twenty eight to seven. But yes, that's, they should have. That's Big Twelve football for you. Um, all right, this week's hammers. Hadley, I'm gonna start with you. Lay us lay the lay the uh, lay the hammer down. Okay. Well, I took this before Chandler Jones was ruled out with COVID, um, but I love it even more now. I'm going with Browns money line. They're minus one eighty four. Um, super easy in my opinion. They're Three and two, that's really need the win. Cardinals have been hanging on for dear life on five and zero. Oh. I think they lose this week. Um, the Chargers money line is my second one. They're dogs this week at Ravens. Um, I can tell you, it's a very hostile place to play. 
<laughs> but they're plus 132. They're the better football team. And the Ravens are coming off a, a – they're going to be hungover from the, this past <laughs> win. I, I think the Chargers win this one. So hammer the Chargers. And lastly, the game starting in about 10 minutes. I'm going to go with the Bucks spread. It was at 6.5 when I said it. Uh, minus 118. I like them by probably anywhere from 10 to 14 and out. Ooh, some big time – some kind of uh, alternate spreads there for you, Hadley. Um, yes. All right. I'll take – I should I should have said that. You know what? I should have did Bucks like <laughs> minus 10. That would have been a good yeah. idea. Dang it. Yep. Um, Sporty. Lay down the hammer. Uh, I hope I can do a little better this week. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, the spread here. You have to help me up on the line here, guys. I think it's yeah. seven around 24, uh, Central Florida at Cincy. Anybody, mm. can, anybody can, can confirm that line for me, please? Uh, let me check here. It is up to 21 and a half. I can also check if I figure it out before. Okay. It's up to 21 and a half. 21 and a half? Yeah. Yep. All right, so I'm going to take UCF. I think this might be a tra- – since you will win, I'm not saying they're not going to win. They'll win. I just think it's a, tra- it's a trap game for Cincy. So I have UCF, the spread, uh, plus 21. And a half. First. And a half. And a half. Well, I mean, 21. Hey, that half might matter. It does. Well, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter because 22, they'll lose. I mean, really well, right, exactly. So that's why it's 21 and a half, because if they... That's if, why I said 21. All right. Instead of push. All right. Huh? All right, 21's a push. 22's a big fat L. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next, uh, next, next hammer. My next two hammers, they're both money lines this week, okay? Okay. One's college and one's NFL. This may surprise... Uh, you guys and some listeners, if, if anybody listens here, I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans' uh, money night, money line to win. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. They will shock the Bills this Monday night. Not awful. <laughs> to be here. And my money, other money line this week is a college game. I'm going to go with the UCLA Bruins. They are playing at Washington this this Saturday night. I'm, pr- so I'm, I'm pretty sure they're dogs in that game too. They're not. They're U- dogs. UCLA's not even. No, favorite. they're minus one hundred and four. They're dogs. They're plus but three. But they, they are plus one and a half. They're yeah, dogs. plus one and so a half. Not, they're not plus anything. Money line wise, you said they're taking the money line, right? Yeah, he's taking, taking money, money line. line UCLA. Yeah, so it's still a minus money line, but I mean they're still technically the dogs. Right. Right. Chip Kelly needs to win, so that's why I have UCLA. Uh, I think Charbonnet will have a huge game. So they're playing at the Washington Huskies. So, so my three locks for this weekend are UCF spread, Titans money line, and the Bruins money line. All right. Well, um, I'll just start off right now. One of us is going to have a loss because I'm taking the Bills minus five and a half. Um, whoa, I'm gonna, whoa. They're, I think they're going to. They're gonna beat. They'll beat the Titans. They might beat them by ten, but I got them. I just, off the, I just fall off the couch here. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I mean that that Bills Bills defense, Bills offense. I mean it. It doesn't get better than that as of right now. It does not get better than that. So, um, yeah. I got a question for you guys after you guys are done. Good, good. Oh, what, what, what's your question? 
Okay, Monday night's game. It's in where's it at again? It's in uh it's in Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. Uh my question to you guys. Will Derrick Henry rush for over hundred yards? Well apparently he's gonna rush for twenty two hundred, so um <laughs> My answer is yes. I feel like it's like a given now. All I, right. He's gonna be at like one oh five, I feel like. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Right. Okay. Hammer it. Um no, let's hammer let's hammer Bills uh, minus five and a half. Um, next two are college games. Let's let's hammer Ole Miss minus two and a half against Tennessee. Now Tennessee has been putting up the points. Um, they put a sixty burger up on uh on Missouri. They were up thirty eight nothing on um, South Carolina, and so Tennessee can score. But I think Ole Miss. I think they got this game. I think Matt Carell. Uh, I think they bounced back after you know really poor defensive performance against Arkansas. I think they. Uh, can control Hendon Hooker and that volunteer offense, and I think Ole Miss can win by a touchdown or more. So I got Ole Miss minus two and a half. Then I'm taking Pitt money line against Virginia Tech. I think the winner of this game is going to end up winning the Coastal and uh, making it to the ACC championship. So I'm taking the Pitt Panthers. I almost took Virginia Tech money line, but I didn't want to do it twice in a row. Hey, they let you. They let you down last week. I mean, I don't want to jinx anything. But I think I think Pitt, if Pitt's offense can stay hot and their defense can show up, I think watch out, watch out for the Panthers. That's all I'm saying. All right, all right. Which leads us into our picks of the week. Um, hey, just wanted to throw this out here before we start picking. I didn't find a spread on um, UConn and Yale this week. I let's see if we can find. I'm, I'll check one more time. But uh, hey. Last week, UConn lost the Battle of the Northeast. They lost by, I think, two touchdowns to UMass. So they did not I cover. I forget who I had covering that. I think, well, I think I Sporty, Sporty, I think, originally had UMass. Then we told him it was, you know, on some network or at some time of day. Or no, we told him that UConn covered against Vandy. So then I think I, that caused him to pick. So um, yeah. he, he took UConn. I think I took UConn as well. Um we might have all taken UConn. I'll have to go back and check, but uh, but yeah, this week. Yeah, I was going to take UMass, but I, t- I I ended up taking um, UConn instead. Right. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, That's right. Before we jump into that game, let's look at um, some other college football games. So this one is just picking the straight winner. Hadley, I'll start with you. Pitt and Virginia Tech. Um, I think Virginia Tech is at home in this one, coming off a tough one last week. I'm going to take them against Pitt. I feel like Pitt's probably the better team, but I just I like what Virginia Tech in this matchup. Sporty, if you got to win, if you got to win the Coastal, Pitt has to win. So if you want to win the Coastal, so I'm going to take Pitt Panthers. I'm going to say 35-21 uh, final. All right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, the health of uh, Virginia Tech's quarterback. I think he was injured a little bit, or you know, banged up a little bit uh, against Notre Dame. But hey, last two times I think I think it's been the last two times at least. Pitt went down to Blacksburg and has not been not been the best. I went to uh, one of those games and it was it was a rough one. Stopped at the one yard line. Um, let's not talk about that. Four straight downs to end the game. Let's not talk about that. Sean Watson. Sean Watson. Thank God he's out of there. Um, that was that was a rough showing. I don't know if that was two times ago or three times, but it, it was you know I, I believe it was the last or not. Not last year because last year they went down to Tech and they got 
they got pummeled. I think it was the previous time they were in Blacksburg. They lost as well. So um, I'm going to take Pitt here. Like I said, money line, got to go with Pitt. Oh, oh, or uh, next one, geez. Oklahoma State and Texas. Hadley. That is so tough. This is at Texas? I believe so. Oklahoma State's undefeated. Texas is coming off a horrible loss. Yeah, it's horrible. So part of me, part of me is like, how can they come back from that? But part of me is like, it's Big Twelve; they can just score and they're fine. But right. so I'm, I'm going to take Texas. I think Robinson has another big game. He's, he's awesome. So give me Texas. Texas hat or yeah, Hadley Sporty. Who are you going with? I think Texas is still going to be demoralized. <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys. Ooh, Spencer Sanders and Sporty. How about that? Um, <laughs> right. Bunch of asses. <laughs> Too many asses. <laughs> um, I, need, I need a Cowboys hat. Sporty Smith and Spencer Spencer Sanders. <laughs> doesn't about, get better than about, that. Doesn't get better than that. Um, Sporty Junior. No, not Sporty. <laughs> what not, was that? <laughs> what was the Sporty Junior? <laughs> it was his first name. It was a, just a name that, that popped up. Okay, and I typed it in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Sporty Junior. There's not. A, there's not a sporty senior, but we just are now establishing a sporty junior. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, Amen. Anyway, yeah, that's that's enough talk about that. Um, I'm gonna take Texas. Bijan Robinson is on a whole nother level right now. Nobody can stop him. Um, and what's his name? Xavier Worthy. Is that the wide receiver? Sporty. Tell you. Can you confirm that? Oh sporty? yeah, he's transfer from uh, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. he had. Uh, he had the big touchdown against Oklahoma in the first play. So, Xavier, yeah. yeah, he he had nine catches for no joke, two hundred sixty-one yards, Jeez. <laughs> and, wow. two touch, and two touchdowns. So yeah, that's why I'm taking uh, the Longhorns this week. Uh, not enough said. Um, next game: Auburn and Arkansas. Hadley. Um, as much as I want Auburn to win for strength and schedule purposes, give me Arkansas. Sporty. Did they ever buy last week Auburn? No, they lost to Georgia. That's right. <laughs> Both teams are, are beat up pretty bad. Uh, Arkansas lost a tough uh, one point game. They scored they scored with one second left and they failed on two 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 point conversion. I think Arkansas is still gonna be railing from that game. Auburn I mean they hung around, they they still lost by three touchdowns. Give me, uh, give me Bo Nix and the Auburn Tigers Ooh. on the road over the Razorbacks. Uh, hammer. Where he went over the hammers? That's not a hammer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me Arkansas. I liked what offensively, I liked what they did last week against Ole Miss. Defensively, I did not like you know what I saw from Arkansas. But I think Auburn's really struggling. Um, they just can't seem to get a flow or any kind of rhythm. So I'm going to go with Arkansas on this pick. Um, NC State, Boston College. Both teams are four and one. I think the winner of this, hey, they have a shot to win the Atlantic. Hadley, give me the Eagles, Boston College. Sporty, uh, give me the Wolfpack. They don't have Djokovic. Uh, I think he's done for the year. Isn't I believe so. Yeah, Feldrakovic. I think <laughs> he's done for the year. Yeah, give me, give me the Wolfpack. I, I'm not sold on Boston College without the quarterback. So I was originally going to pick NC State here. Emeka Amizi, um, really good wide receiver for NC State. But I like Boston College. I believe it's at Boston College. 
I like what they're uh, doing with their run game right now, so I'm going to go with uh, the Eagles in this one. Last game, uh, straight winners, Old Miss, Tennessee. Hadley. Give me Ole Miss. I don't know how the line's that close, two and a half. Yeah, that, I was really shocked by that. Uh, Sporty. Uh, yeah, what? I'm going to shock the world. Give me Tennessee at home. <laughs> shock the world. Um, that was already one of my hammers, so Ole Miss, enough said there. Um, I guess this one we're just going to kind of – we're going to throw it in our spreads, but uh, it's just going to be kind of a straight winner here. Um, I don't know what to even throw this spread at because I couldn't find one. Um, let's just, uh, for UConn's sake, let's just put it at 0.5. I mean, this is just a straight win, you know, a straight money line here. Um, because they don't have a win yet. Yale's two and three, I believe. UConn's 0 and seven. Um, Hadley, who are you taking? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm taking Yale. Sorry, UConn. Taking Yale. Sporty, who are you taking? Hey, UConn has to have a win. I'm taking UConn. Give me the Huskies. Um, yeah, they, I think they gotta, they gotta figure out something here. Um, there, there's no way I don't, I hope they don't lose to Yale. Um, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to see it though. Um, but I mean, just cause they already lost the Holy Cross, but, uh, man, if, if you can hang on with Vandy, I would, I would hope you could beat Yale. Uh, I'm going to take UConn. Here. I just think it's funny at this point. Oh, it I'm is. It is. It's like the, it's like the game of the week is you, well, who is UConn facing and are they going to at least cover the spread or let alone win, you know what I mean? So give me the Huskies here. Uh, last two games, college football spreads here. Georgia, number one team versus number 11 team right now. They're favored 21 and a half. Hadley, who are you going with? Wait, who is it? Remind me who they're playing again at 11? Oh, I'm sorry. Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay, that's right. Yeah, Georgia covers. Easy. Sporty? Uh, well, we'll see if uh, Will Levis is the real deal this weekend. He's not. <laughs> but give me Georgia. Good guy, good guy, but not the real dude. Kentucky's defense is good, but Georgia's offense is really good. Plus, their deep, Georgia's defense is outstanding, and I'm not sold on Kentucky's offense. So, give me Georgia by four touchdowns. <laughs> I'm with them. I'm with them. I'm going to take Georgia 45-17. So I'm right. I'm right there with you guys. So I'm going to take Georgia here as well. Um, big one here. Big one here for uh, Sparty. They're favored four and a half against Indiana. Hadley, who are you going with? Man, I, I'm i going to say Indiana covers the spread, but Michigan State wins the game. Ooh, tough one. Close. That's got to be a close margin there. You're pulling it almost I, a sporty here. I think I think that they win by three. All right. Sporty. Uh, you know what? Everyone's saying this, this could be a trap game for Sporty. Uh, Indiana does play well at home. I'm going to take the Tom Allen and the Hoosiers this weekend. All right. Um. I'm going to say they went by touch. I'm going to say they went by touchdown. All right. I am also going to take Indiana, make that a trifecta. Um, don't know who's going to win the game. Don't know if Michigan State's going to show up or not. Um, if Kenneth Walker shows up, then Michigan State wins this game by you know a touchdown or two. But uh, it's on the road, so give me give me the home team with Indiana here. Um, all right, last couple picks here. Then it's uh, time for Thursday night football. Um, money line here: Steelers, Seahawks, Hadley. Yeah, it sucks. Give me the Steelers. So <laughs> Sporty. Steelers. I mean, Geno Smith started for Seattle, so I don't know if Chris Carson is even playing. It'll be a close one, though. Keep that in mind. It'll oh. be like a six-point game. Yeah, don't don't take 
don't Steelers take, gonna Steelers. Yeah, don't take the Steelers, you know, more than a touchdown. I mean, it's it's gonna be a three point, four point kind of game. I think the spread right now is four and a half, so I mean I think the Steelers can cover that, but I'm gonna take I'll take the Steelers money line. No Russell Wilson, um, no win for the Seahawks. Um prayers to Juju Schuster as well. Yes. Um yes, very much. Yeah. Good guy. So next game, Vikings Panthers. This is an interesting game. Because the Vikings, they've been in a lot of games this year, but the record necessarily doesn't reflect that. Um, and the Panthers have kind of been in you know, some close ones. Um, Hadley, who are you going with? I think the Panthers get back on track this week. I'm going to say Panthers in a field goal game. All right. Sporty. Uh, I think Dalvin Cook's back, so give me, give me Minnesota. Hadley, can you confirm that? Yes, he, he is, is back. Mm, all right, I'm going with the Vikings here. I'm going with the Vikings for sure. Um They've been in too many close games. Uh, they, you know, they've they've played all right, and I just I don't know with the Panthers. I just don't know what you're going to get. Um, I like the Vikings to win this one. Next game, this is this is a I think it's a huge game right here: Chargers and Ravens. Hadley, I think this, wasn't this one of your uh, hammers. Yes, it was. I'm taking the Chargers and Herbo. All right, Sporty. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore, right? Yes. <laughs> It's always it's always tough traveling across across west west east. So give me a jet lag. Give me the jet lag. Uh, I'll be too tired. So give me Baltimore. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say give me the jet lag Chargers, but no, he's switching it to the give me the, <laughs> give me the Ravens. I don't know how the Ravens are gonna be jet lagged, but yeah, no, no, no. He, yeah. So um, give me the Chargers. They're they're too hot right now. Um, we saw you know the Colts. They had the Ravens. So if the Chargers kind of can kind of scheme their attack and, you know, kind of game plan off of what the Colts did. I think uh, the Chargers can – now, granted, they don't have the players like the Colts do on defense, but uh, I think I think the Chargers can pull this one out. They have the offense. They can get it done. Cardinals and Browns, another money line from uh, Hadley here. Yes. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking the Browns all day on that one. I think it's time that the Cardinals get exposed. Yep. Sporty. Uh – Give me the Browns. Yeah, give me the Browns. Their their running attack is just way too much, I think, for the Cardinals. And I think ultimately, if they get up by a touchdown, I think they can just kind of run the clock out, get you know the first downs that they need, and you know seal the deal there. So give me the Browns. Something to keep an eye on: Green Hunt and Nick Chubb have not practiced this week. They're both dealing with injuries. Oh, geez, watch out! That could be that that could change. Uh, I could change some big time picks. So don't lock anything in yet. Right. Um. Bills Titans Hadley. Oh man, it is so tough. I really like. I'm so tempted to take the Titans here, but I just think the Bills shred that defense. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a whoever strikes first game, but I'm going to take the Bills. Just it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be close, but it, it's so close to me. All right, Sporty. All right, I got. I got good with Tennessee. I have Titans money line on on my hammer, so. Give me Derrick Henry and their offense. All right. So, hey, that's a that's a money line for me. So give me the Bills. Um, they got to win by six or more. So I'm going to definitely take the Bills money line here. All right. Last um, couple games here. We're going to go with three spreads. Chiefs minus six and a half against the football team. Hadley. Give me the Chiefs. They have to bounce back eventually. Sporty. Give me the football team. I'm not sold on the Chiefs at all. Their defense is horrendous. 
I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think their offense really shows up and uh, the football team, they just gave up, what, 33 to the Saints. I think they gave up, you know, a lot to the Chiefs. So give me the Chiefs here to cover. Next game. This is a this is the tough one. Colts minus 10 against the Texans, Hadley. I mean, they have to destroy them, right? I'm, go- I'm going with the Colts. I, it's, it's time they, they have a statement win. And when I say statement, I mean destroy a team. Yeah. Sporty. Uh, I'm going to take the Colts. I think it's be a touchdown. I think it's be a touchdown game, though. David Mills impressed me last week. I know they lost a tough one, but they he didn't impress me after after a second start. So I, I think they'll be move the ball. Just I don't think they'll have enough enough power to, to propel them to a win. So is this spread? So, so, yeah, this is spread here. Sporty. So you're taking the Texans. Oh shoot, yeah, Texans. My bad. <laughs> so you're taking My the Texans. All right. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. They're coming off a real. Horrendous loss. I think they're going to stick it to. They're going to stick it to the Texans. They need one uh, for the shoe. Give me, give me the Colts. Um, last game, big rivalry. Packers minus five against the Bears. Hadley. Okay. Um, breaking news: Tom Brady short left. OJ Howard two yards touchdown. The Bucks go and strike first. Right. Just wanted to update you guys there. All right. um, give me the pack. Uh, just the better team in that. I will say they have no pass rush right now, so the Bears could give them a game, but I'm going to pack. Yeah. Sporty, who are you going with? Give me the Bears at home. Ooh. Liking Fields and the Bears. Um, give me the Packers. I think that offense is, is starting to click even more and more now. Um, they're going to be too much for the Bears. They're not going to have you know any answers. Um, Packers are going to cover this one. So, All right, hey, that's going to wrap up uh, this episode of Chalk Talk. Next week we'll talk about – um, I think, you know, after we get kind of a clear picture here as, as you know, some more teams um, in the college football playoff, we'll kind of look at some teams who might have a shot, uh, maybe some teams who don't have a shot. So we'll kind of uh, give you some ins and outs if to, uh, you know, as to um, if your team has a chance to get in the playoff or not. Uh, again, we'll break down top 10 college football and we'll also break down some more NFL talk. And hey, fellas, Major League Baseball, yes. Major League Baseball, bye-bye Rays. Bye-bye, Brewers. So that leaves, I think, Sporty. I think you picked the Astros to win it all. And Hadley, you picked the Giants. So you you two are just looking good. I'm The Rays, they're, they're already done. So uh, next week we'll talk some more. We'll talk about some more baseball next week after uh, after this Dodgers and Giants series wraps up. So um, we'll send it next week.